1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. A new viral illness being watched with a wary eye around the globe and has accelerated its spread in China with 56 deaths so far. The U.S. consulate in the city at the epicenter of the outbreak has announced it will evacuate its personnel, some private citizens aboard a charter flight. Republicans say that the president's lawyers clearly poked holes in the House manager's impeachment case. But Democrats say there was nothing in the GOP's day of uh, day one defense of President Trump. House impeachment manager Adam Schiff said nothing presented by President Trump's lawyers changes the facts of the case. They do not contest that the president solicited a foreign nation to interfere in our election. Indiana Republican Senator Mike Braun says the evidence presented pokes holes in Schiff's case. I think his credibility is going to start to tank through this whole process. Mr. Trump's attorneys spoke for two hours on Saturday and will return to the Senate Monday afternoon. Bernie Bennett, Capitol Hill. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. We want to fly you out to New York on February 13th to meet Matthew West for the release of his new album, Brand New. We'll cover the hotel, the airfare, and even introduce you to Matthew. So make sure you visit am1280thepatriot.com to sign up for your chance to win. Just past 2 o'clock here in the Twin Cities, let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. we got cloudy skies all day long. We'll reach a high 29. And we got Hour 2 with Mitch Berg on a Sunday coming up right now on The Patriot. is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The... Show that is making talk radio great again. My name is Mitch Berg. I am not, in fact, Brad Carlson. You could tell by the theme song. This is the Saturday edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network moved to Sunday because, well, Brad was kind enough to move the Sunday edition back to Saturday because I was at the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus's annual meeting yesterday where Minnesotans, real Minnesotans, real Minnesotans who favor all. Ten amendments of the Bill of Rights gathered to hopefully plan out our strategy for this upcoming legislative session. And joining us there, by the way, it was uh, my pleasure to run into our old friend, Representative Shane Meckland, who is uh, who who is, is in charge of one of the uh, behind one of the more interesting efforts I've seen coming out of the state legislative uh, legislature this year. Uh, because if you listen carefully to that sound of that, that sound you hear from the northwest of the metro area, that, the sound of hyperventilation, that's the sound of the St. Cloud Times, the Minneapolis Star Tribune, and most of the rest of the uh, left-leaning political establishment here in Minnesota hyperventilating Merrill Way. So, Representative Mecklen, welcome back to the broadcast. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing very good, Mitch. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> you are uh, my pleasure, as always. You are uh, behind uh, one of the the legislators behind a letter to the Sherburne County Board of Commissioners last week, uh, asking them to uh, basically proposing the establishment of a Second Amendment sanctuary in mm-hmm. Sherburne County. Let's walk through a little bit of background of uh, of this effort here, uh, Representative Beckland. So. And this kind of started with constituents asking the question of the commissioners. Um, and apparently they weren't getting, you know, like a yes or no answer out of it. So they started reaching out to me more and more and then guided me to some social media dialogue to read for my pleasure, I guess. And, and, and to get an understanding of where they, where this is already at and where they would like it to go and, and the lack there of response that they were getting, I guess. So, I reached out to a few colleagues to say, is, is there any reason we couldn't put this on a state letterhead and have the people who represent Sherburne County, uh, whether they're representatives or senators, ask them if they'd like to sign on? And that's what I did. Um, leadership loved the idea uh, originally. And um, so we drafted this stuff up. And we had uh, Rob from Gunner's Caucus get us the language that other counties have adopted and, you know, maybe fine-tune it some. As he read yesterday, you heard. I was actually just looking for a copy, but I can't find it on my in my email right now. But nevertheless, so we did this thing, and wow, did the media pick up on it, huh? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and then and then we had even the governor kind of pipe in and say, you know, we we don't want a patch quilt of laws, which I find that kind of ironic, as they were pushing Tobacco Twenty One a few months back, uh-huh. as well as you know minimum wage laws in different areas, and you have all these different agendas they're pushing, but this one though, this one's not acceptable. Yeah, we have a patchwork of sanctuary city laws if it's immigration we're talking about, but guns, not so much. Well, and so then, yes, and then and then he, he even went so far, I guess, in another statement to, to say exactly that, that, you know, no county resolution or law would supersede a state or a federal. Now let's turn that on its head and go, well, then how do you support the sanctuary cities or counties that want to harbor illegal aliens, but you don't want to protect law-abiding citizens. I mean, this this thing makes no sense. And, and this is how this conversation from what I started and how, what it's migrated into. And and, it, and it, it's kind of showing the hypocrisy of, of their policies. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. And in fact, the hypocrisy is is in the, the word itself. I mean, in the, the, what, what the, the whole patchwork a day itself. I mean, for example, the DFL will be going, and you know this as well as I do, Representative Meckland, the, uh, the DFL will be going to the legislature, certainly to the House this coming session, and throw out one form of bill or another that is going to try and uh, abolish the preemption ordinance that, that preempts counties from uh, adopt and cities especially from adopting a patchwork of laws about guns banning guns in places like Minneapolis, St. Paul, Duluth, and Rochester. So preemption and patchworks are perfectly fine when it suits them, but they don't want counties actually taking a, a, any stances in favor of civil rights. So uh, hypocrisy fits absolutely, Representative Macklin. So, uh, but you wrote the letter. You were one of the, the a number of legislators who were on record with this letter to the Sherburne County Commissioners, uh, which I had up on my computer just now, and it went away. So naturally, technology has stabbed me in the back again. But uh, the the, uh, the the letter basically is uh, well describe the letter that you wrote. Uh, that at the at the, at the at your colleague signed uh, Representative Meckler. 
Let me see if I can pull it up. It should be a little easier for me to find that one. Yeah, I can dig through that right here, right now. It was, by the way, uh, signed by a, a number of other legislators. And before, well, I can look for the letter, Representative Mecklen. But really, the real question is, given that we saw the the various reactions to it from Governor Waltz and from members of Moms Demand Action in the Twin Cities media, what is it actually that the letter asks? Sherburne County, its commission and its sheriff's office to do uh, vis-a-vis gun rights? So the uh, the gist of it is, is that, that they, 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 they state that they're adopting a resolution or, or a law um, that, that says that they would not use their resources to enforce a unconstitutional law that would infringe the Second Amendment. In fact, they would actually it would go the other way and they would use the resources to fight back against the state should they pass their red flag laws or their universal background checks, which we know the Senate was not going to allow it to happen this year. I mean, that's well established. It didn't make it through yet last year and it's not making it through this year, but what's to say what comes forward after this coming year, you never know. So this is a matter of, as we discussed yesterday in the, in the governor's meeting, the, if you could, if we could get 50 counties to sign on to this thing, and then you had 50 county attorneys who would be actively fighting against the state. This is a, this to me would be uh, kind of what the constituents need to see and hear to believe that that these bad laws are not going to make it through here in Minnesota. Because while we do have a very blue metro centric area, the vast majority of this state is very very red. It absolutely is. And the sanctuary county movement in Virginia, I, you have to have had this in mind as, as you and, and the, your constituents drafted this letter and sent it to Sherburne County. The idea that all but six of Virginia's uh, 90-odd counties have signed on and, and committed themselves as section, Second Amendment sanctuaries, leaving six blue counties in northern Virginia, very, very, very similar to Minnesota in an awful lot of ways. And the movement that that brought up, both in terms of people on the streets of Richmond last Monday and uh, of sheriffs voting with their legal feet, if you will, has got to have opened up some eyes in the uh, in the majority in the in the Virginia state legislature. It's what are you looking to accomplish with with this politically speaking with this movement, Representative Meckland? Well, I think it's just that is to I want these uh, you know. The constituents want some level of assurance that this is not going to happen here because you're right. Virginia did wake up a lot of people, and I don't think Virginia is done waking up people. Um, it, it, you know that that mess is going to continue, um, but it's got it's got the, a lot of people really really fired up. I mean, the the amount of emails that we were getting before I did this, and now now the emails that I have received since I've done this is staggering. I mean, and, and it's overwhelmingly supportive. Yeah. So, I- yeah, it tells a little bit about the scope and and composition of the feedback you've been getting about about your letter, about this movement, about this about this effort, Representative Meckland. Well, that to, to that, I mean, the first responses that were coming in: When are you going to do this county? When are you going to do that county? And they, they literally listed off many counties, and even I even got one that was St. Louis County, which is way up north. Oh yeah, but and and. and, and you know, I've heard other representatives have now requested copies of the letter that I sent, as well as the language we provided, because they're interested in doing this as well. And I think I heard yesterday that four other counties on their own have reached out to get the language. So this has certainly started the conversation. Um, I've talked to several other county commissioners in, 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 a, in Benton County um, to, to have them take this up, and at least have the conversation. 
And, and, and I think that was, that was my objective was to get them on record that they will not enforce these unconstitutional laws. But I don't think they would, even if they did pass them, and I'm guessing Virginians will make it to the Supreme Court and they'll be overruled anyway. Yep. But look at all of the panic and angst you create in the meantime. Yeah. I and mean, how many people are going to get hurt? We saw in Colorado, was it two weeks ago, a lady filed a red flag law against a law enforcement officer because in 2017 he was in a, engaged with her son who charged at him and with a knife. They ended up shooting him. It, it, it was ruled suicide by cop. Yep. She turns around two years, three years later, files a red flag thing against him, and, and this is exactly what we knew would happen. Yeah. It and, ab- it would, this will get used. And, 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 and can you imagine just, I mean, two people break up, and there's some hard feelings, and, they, and someone, one calls in the other. And all of a sudden you got someone kicking in your door at night, and you don't know who's coming in. Your natural thing is going to be to protect yourself. And <clears throat> nothing good would come from that. Absolutely. And, and by the way, nothing good can possibly come. Just looking at it from a from perspective of pure logic, nothing good can come of any of the, uh, or nothing even useful, can come from any of the measures the DFL is proposing. The universal background checks, which are, in fact, gun registration, since uh, without some form of record-keeping and paper trail, who can tell what guns have been registered or not? I mean, you have to have a record of a transfer to prove that, that no paperwork was filed. Without the, without a registry, there's no way to enforce a universal background check, which the DFLers just keep trying to skirt around. And like you said, beyond beyond the, the, the situations like in Colorado, here in the Twin Cities, you have gun control advocates, people farther out on the fringe, shall we say, who have already promised to use red flag laws against gun rights proponents. So, I mean, this is basically a recipe for abuse, leaving aside the the, the, the domestic aspects of the whole thing. This is basically a, a, a swatter's a how-to guide, Representative Mecklen. So what I'd like to do, and this may be going back a few years before we got into politics, potentially, but here's what I think is, is the, the potentially the genius of this sanctuary movement. As we saw in Virginia last week, it got an awful lot of boots on the ground. It got a lot of people mobilized, motivated, active in the issue here. And this is something that is direly needed because there is the potential for this issue to have an outsized impact here in Minnesota. I remember back in 2002, the Democrat-dominated Minnesota state legislature killed uh, shall-issue concealed carry reform for years, back into the mid-'90s. And in 2002, the gun rights movement made that an issue statewide. And literally every single outstate legislator that opposed shall issue reform got tossed from office. And the Minnesota GOP took over the House for the first time in decades. And I, I'm seeing that this is potentially is, is just a potentially ingenious way of getting people to actually overcome whatever is keeping them from the polls and, and getting them to turn out and maybe help us fight this defensive battle we've been fighting for this last two years in the Minnesota State Legislature, Representative Mecklen. And I, I actually see that. I mean, this has become, I mean, this has got a lot of people very, very concerned. Oh, yeah. I think it, 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 while, while this is a very hot topic, it, it goes to what's next. Because freedom of speech is right there. And we, we see it on campuses already. So and, and 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 you know they always say this is common sense you know, and 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 common sense gun control. I'm sorry, but no criminal cares about any new law because they don't care about the existing ones. 
So what good is it going to do? This will only affect the law-abiding citizens. Exactly. Exactly. And, I rep- and, and, you know, actually, I want to compare it to something else. You know, last year, unfortunately, wage theft got through. They openly admitted in their testimony, trying to push that lousy bill through, that 99.9% of the employers are doing the right thing, but they push it through anyway. I have people in my district that are smaller employers. One in particular had to hire four full-time people to be compliant with this new law. Wow. So it, it only affects the good people. It impacts them negatively, but the bad ones are going to do the bad things anyway. Yeah. Oh, they ab- absolutely will. It's, they're, the people who aren't taking background checks now won't be taking them after they become universal. That's that's the problem right there. Uh, Representative Shane Meckland, uh, if someone wants to to help participate either in uh, pushing through the, pushing this idea in Sherburne County where 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 your precinct or where your district is located or potentially in helping push this agenda in their own county wherever you may be in Benton or St. Louis or or Clay County or wherever you are uh, how can people find out more how can people help push this effort uh, in any county they may be living in you know the biggest thing is you can call your sheriff ask the sheriff to bring it forward to the county commissioners or you go directly to the county commissioners Absolutely. If you feel your sheriff might not be real strong on this t- topic either, or doesn't want to take a stand, then go to the county commissioners. Absolutely, and if you and live in, Ra- in emails, and if you live in Ramsey County like I do, well, you can get out there and root for the for for folks like you, Representative Mecklen, out in counties where where this has a feasible chance of ever going anywhere. And and here's hoping it does. Uh, Representative Shane Mecklen, thank you very much for coming on the broadcast today. We'll have to follow the uh, talk with you in the future as we follow this effort. Thanks for coming on the show today. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call. By the way, this just in. Kobe Bryant, basketball great, has died in a helicopter crash. Didn't see that coming, did you? No, me neither. Uh, More later on. I'm sure that'll be on the news at the top of the hour. Uh, When we come back, much more. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch Bergen for Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Hi, I'm Kirby Skurat. And I'm Christina. And we're with Remax Results. Christina, what are our clients saying about working with us? Kevin said, we have now bought and sold three homes with the team. They have been wonderful to work with. They listened in detail to what we were looking for in our new home purchase. They also did extensive market research when we sold our home and helped us list our house at just the right price. Because of their team, we sold our home for full price in only seven days. We put our clients first. That's why we created the Worry-Free Listing System, which offers flexibility, no upfront fees, and you can cancel anytime. We help over 500 clients buy or sell each year. I'm not trying to brag. I'm applying for a job. We want to be your realtors. So if you want to sell your home for more money and in less time, call our team at 612-444-1100. And don't forget to ask about our instant offer program where you can get an all-cash offer on your home in as little as 48 hours. We offer flexibility, no upfront fees, and you can cancel anytime. Kirby and Christina Skurat, 612-444-1100. 612-444-1100. Start packing. With the cold weather upon us, it's time to look at the bright side of winter for homeowners. Did you know this is the best time of year to get quotes on window replacements? Contractors are very motivated during the slower time of year, and the prices reflect that. It's also the perfect time to examine your windows with a heat gun to see which ones are the worst if you only want to replace a few. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. 
As you may already know, this is the only free service of its kind. I'll stop by with the heat gun when we measure your windows, and I'll email you competitive installed window quotes from multiple local contractors. Whether you're looking for major brands like Anderson and Marvin or local Minnesota vinyl brands, we'll come up with the best options for your house during our one-hour meeting. Normally, you would need to sit through nine hours of high-pressure dog and pony shows to get that many quotes. Let me do the legwork for you since I know where to get the best quality at the best prices. If you decide to move forward, I'll be there to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, installs are done all winter long. Set up an appointment online at My3Quotes. That's the number three, My3Quotes. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091. That's 800-708-3091. Millions open a My Social Security account so they can prepare for retirement. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. We'll be talking with Lisa Sinner from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus a little later on in the hour here about the gun hearings, gun policy hearings, I should say, in Hibbing took place last Tuesday. The shenanigans that have taken place in the room on the part of the other guys and in the media regarding those hearings. And, of course, about the good Minnesotans who came out to testify to these mobile hearings on wheels that came to uh, the Iron Range this past week. Uh, 651-289-4488. Should you care to join us? We're also on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Operators are standing by both ways. Now, I'm in for Brad Carlson. Uh, Brad Carlson was in yesterday. We'll both be on the air Saturday, uh, live from Medicine Lake. I will be in for Brad next week because it's Super Sunday. As you, If you're a regular listener on Sunday, you know that Brad, in a just world, would be a host on a sports radio station as well as doing political talk. Uh, he has a thing. He, he, he enjoys doing sports. It's never really been my thing, although I did a little bit of baseball and God help us all basketball play by play back in the day. I wasn't bad at baseball. Wasn't so good at basketball. But if you know, if, if you listen to Brad's show, you know, that's when the sports news tends to congregate. And indeed, today is no exception. Uh, sources confirming Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter crash along with uh, four other people uh, on his uh confirmed dead on his helicopter, traveling at least three other people in his own private helicopter when it went down near Calabasas, California. Emergency personnel uh, responded, but nobody on board survived. Confirmed five dead, they say. Vanessa Bryant, uh, Kobe's spouse, not among the dead. Eyewitnesses also said they heard, this is according to TMZ Sports, they had marked these words because this is the last, first and last time you'll ever hear you, me use TMZ as a source uh, on this broadcast. It's just the first thing that co- popped up on the web today. Uh, eyewitnesses also said they heard the helicopter's engine sputtering before it went down. Uh, photographs show flames and smoke covering the crash scene. The official cause of the crash is currently under investigation since one suspects the wreckage is still warm. Uh, Kobe... Bryant famously has used a helicopter to travel for years, dating back to when he played for the Lakers. He was known for commuting from Newport Beach to the Staples Center 
uh, in downtown Los Angeles in his personal helicopter. He survived by his wife, Vanessa, and their four daughters, Jana, Natalia, Bianca, and their newborn, Capri. Kobe and Vanessa were married in 2001 after a meeting in 1999. And his daughter, by the way, up-and-coming uh, women's basketball star as well. So uh, there's some sports news for me. You can take Brad Carlson from the show, but you can't take the sports from the show either, apparently. So uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, victim of a helicopter crash. Uh like Stevie Roy Vaughn before him. Further evidence that you will never catch me commuting to this broadcast via helicopter. Because, of course, that's an option. Anyway, condolences to uh, Kobe Bryant and all of his fans. At any rate. So, uh, more about, I'm sure Brad will have more about that next time he's on the air at any rate. Uh, so, there's been a progression that I've noticed over the years as I follow big left and big media. Uh, one of which is a subordinate to the other, is a subsidiary, I should say, of the other. Um, years ago, Big Left started telling us that greenhouse gases were going to kill us. Using energy causes greenhouse gas, and thus, and by the way, complex fluorescent lights use less energy than incandescent bulbs. And by the way, they cost 10 times as much and they become hazardous waste when you dispose of them. But quick as one, two, three, compact fluorescent lights became the law of the land. By the way, just in time to uh, give way to compact LEDs, which use less energy, provide better light, and are much cheaper as well to come along. So notwithstanding the fact that government mandated the use of the weird, expensive, compact fluorescents that give you headaches, compact LEDs were the response of the free market, and I endorse them more or less entirely at this point. But this is not about technology. This is about patterns of behavior. In recent years, big media has been telling us that current industrial meat production contributes to greenhouse gases, which will, ergo, we're told by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a.k.a. Tide Pot Vida, kill us all eventually. And over the last year or two, you've been seeing an increase in the number of articles in the mainstream media trumping, trumpeting the virtues of eating insects and caterpillars and other uh, simpler forms of life. So as a result of this, you can count on someone somewhere in the world in Big Left shortly pushing policies that would encourage and, let's be honest, eventually mandate pushing bugs, insects as a protein source over beef, turkey, chicken, pork, and the like. Of course, the notion of urban sprawl isn't far behind. Uh, it, it encourages a car-based lifestyle, we are told, which big media told us promptly uh, uh, started pushing the virtues of a transit-based high-density lifestyle, which, by the way, makes housing unaffordable and uh, raises prices to a point where major cities like Minneapolis in increasingly uh, are unaffordable to people who aren't in the top 25% of incomes. Nonetheless, in cities run by big left, they're doing their merry best as we speak to abolish a single-family home, the private yard, the car, and the car-adapted street. And it's a pattern you see happening all the, over the time, all over the place. So imagine my shock when I start to see stories 
uh, noting that houses have too many bathrooms. There's a story that came out this past week in The Atlantic uh, by a fellow named Derek Thompson uh, entitled, America is overrun with bathrooms. In the half century, the number of bathrooms per American has doubled. And, And the piece by Derek Thompson, who looks from his author photo in the Atlantic, like a 20-something listicle writer just out of Oberlin College looking for a job with Vox, uh, begins, and I quote, American exceptionalism takes on many forms, both flattering, our immigrant-founded startups, and unfortunate, our healthcare prices. But perhaps no part of life in America is more unambiguously exceptional than this. We have so many bathrooms, and the world wants to know why. No, the world doesn't want to know why. The world envies us, perhaps. Sometimes the world may look at us and go, wow, that's a lot of bathrooms. But this is Derek Thompson in The Atlantic. And the world wants to know why. The Internet is filled with long threads on sites such as Quora and Reddit, in which users swap theories on what's the American obsession with bathrooms all about. Uh (laughs) Aha. It's on Quora and Reddit. Oh, that settles it. Oh, and and why do houses in the U.S. have so many bathrooms? There are so many incredible American decadences that are mind-boggling to foreigners when they first arrive here, and the sheer number of bathrooms in suburban houses is very high on the list, said Tom Guerra, an Australian who edits opinion pieces for BuzzFeed News. (laughs) So this is what passes for criticism in the modern American media. BuzzFeed News and The Atlantic asking questions. But mark my words, this is the opening salvo in a battle to cut down on the number of bathrooms in American houses. Hey, my house has got one and a half. I don't care. But mark my words, they're coming after your yard. They're coming after your driveway. They're coming after the fact you got no neighbors upstairs. And they are coming for your extra bathroom. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Lisa Sinner on the Hibbing Hearings. When we come back, go nowhere. This is a Jackson Hewitt tax service announcement. Don't want to wait weeks for your tax refund? That's a reason to go to Jackson Hewitt Tax Service. File your taxes with Jackson Hewitt and ask a tax pro how you could get up to $3,200 fast with a no-fee refund advance. It's a 0% APR loan from Medibank that's available before your tax refund is, so you could get money when you need it. Go to jacksonhewitt.com to learn about availability, terms, and how you could get money on a prepaid card fast, like today fast. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. That's Jackson Hewitt. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The start of a brand new year is a great time to make changes and improvements. So if you've got cracked teeth, missing teeth, or loose old wobbly dentures, then ImplantMiracle.com invites you to get a brand new smile and save a lot of money with beautiful, top-quality, long-lasting dental implants as low as $2,499 per tooth. Other places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 per tooth. But at ImplantMiracle.com, our price is as low as $24.99 per tooth. That's a great deal. Plus, we 
offer free consultations, free standard x-rays, and easy payment options to fit your budget. So as we begin a brand new year, do something nice for yourself by not overpaying for dental implants. Instead, come to ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where implants are very affordable. For more information, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. We know you're going to love that brisket, 2141 Cliff Road in Egan and at RackShackBarbecue.com. That's RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, 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 yeah. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, don't forget, we want to fly you to New York February 13th to meet American Music Award-winning artist Matthew West for the release of his new album, Brand New. It's in stores coming up Valentine's Day. If you're chosen, we'll cover airfare and hotel uh, hotel to stay for two, introduce you to Matthew West, and even throw in a few other goodies. You can also win Matthew West T-shirts and CDs. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, sign on up. Just click on the fan club link. One of many benefits that come from being a member of the AM12A The Patriot fan club. Hope you can do that. Anyway, this past week, the Minnesota State Senate took its show on the road holding he- hearings on, quote, gun safety issues, a.k.a. gun control issues, inhibiting. And wherever these hearings are, you know the good guys at Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus are going to be there. With us uh, now from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, Volunteer Director Lisa Sinna. Lisa, you were in Hibbing last week. First of all, give us, first of all, welcome to the broadcast again here. Great to have you back. Hey, thanks, much. Happy to be on. Absolutely. So, first of all, uh, Lisa Sinna, give us a little bit, uh, bit of background. Why did the Senate w- w- take its hearings on the road to Hibbing, deep in the heart of the Iron Range? Yeah, so great question. I, we got a lot of questions about this, actually. Um, the Senate really wanted to make sure that greater Minnesota had the ability to take place in a legislative, you know, take part in the legislative process. So it's really hard for all of us to make it to the legislature, even when we live close by, you know, down to St. Paul. But, you know, you're living up in Hibbing, you're working on the Iron Range, you're farming. It's, you know, three and a half, four-hour drive in the winter. Uh, a lot of times they're not able to make it down to St. Paul's. This is a really good opportunity for them to be part of that process. Right. And it's, of course, it's a three and a half, four hour drive from the Metro out to Hibbing to take part in the hearings as well. Uh, You were one of the people who made it up to Hibbing for the hearings. Uh, Tell us a little bit about who showed up. Let's let's start with the good guys, people who showed up on our side. 
Well, don't forget the gals match. Well, yeah, I, uh, using a generic <laughs> sense here, the good folks <laughs> yeah. who turned up. Yeah, so and actually, I was there about two weeks prior for the Hibbing Gun Show, and got an opportunity to speak with a lot of local gun owners in the area, and they had you know, really no idea that these uh, hearings were going to be taking place. So, they uh, when I spoke with them there, they said, "We'll come. We're going to be there. This is really important to us." And sure enough, they showed up. They showed up in droves. I think there was at least a couple hundred people that I had run into at the gun show who brought you know, truckloads of friends and family and neighbors. These were local people from Hibbing, Eveleth, Virginia area. Uh, it was just really a lot of locals who just wanted to be there and see what was going on and see what they could do to be involved. What was the total audience there, what would you guess? Oh, several hundred, um, for sure. There was... Um, I think a bus that came with a couple people or a few people from the city from Project Minnesota in every town. And there were a few others that came in, but I would say it was about 95% uh, gun owners. Uh, definitely several hundred people there. That, that ballroom was full. It was standing room only. There's a half wall that people uh, were sitting on the other side of. They couldn't see what was going on, but they could hear it. And they stayed over there blocking that hallway just to hear all day long. Wow. So tell us a little bit about uh, about the testimony. These were actual Senate hearings, although the legislators are not in session, so no votes are being taken. There are no bills currently brought up. But they're they're out there basically doing a glorified listening session, basically a a town hall Mm -hmm. meeting. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the the testimony that the audience heard. Uh, They heard a lot of um, very, very personal testimony. Uh, on both sides, why they believe that these bills are uh, important, the good and the bad, uh, on both of them. I would say Reverend Tim Christopher uh, had uh, the most amazing testimony I've probably ever heard in my life. He received a standing ovation. Uh, and he really, uh, I think he focused on the lies, the lies that you're hearing from Senator Latt, uh, where he's trying to say that these bills are going to make people safer, these bills are going to reduce violence, and uh, no one's buying that, really. <laughs> so that was the focus there. Uh, we heard from uh, a, a woman who used to live in Great Britain who came here and took an oath of office, or sorry, took an oath to become a citizen, who really pointed to the senators and said, you took an oath of office uh, to protect and defend the Constitution. Uh, show me how you're actually doing that when you're trying to tear it apart. So there's a lot of very, very emotional, uh, very to-the-point testimony. It was Really a great thing to see. Now, we know, as you mentioned, that uh, the antis, Moms Demand Action, Every Town, uh, Protect Minnesota, uh, I mean, really indistinguishable among them, brought a bus full of people from the Twin Cities and Duluth. You said it was about 5% of the audience there. By the way, we poked a little fun at them last week because they, they said that you had to have a T-shirt for one of the organizations to get on the bus in Duluth. And, of course, those T-shirts are almost unobtainable. You're almost easier to get a hard pass to a to a White House uh, a press conference than it is a, a Protect Minnesota T-shirt. Uh, did, did, did you see? The, uh, we, we know we didn't get the sea of orange, but did they wind up actually letting some people who couldn't afford the T-shirts on the bus at least that much? You know, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see the bus. I saw really just a handful of people in orange and red. Um, it, they were very much, I, I would say, the, the minority in the room. 
distinguished by the ELCA ELCA hair naturally. So tell us, I mean, enough about their sartorial sense or their or their optics. Uh, they certainly had to have brought some testimony. What what did we hear from the pro <clears throat> gun safety side in the Hibbing hearings? <laughs> Yeah, well, we had uh, the police chief from Duluth. Uh, he spoke uh, on behalf of the police chief's association, um, citing safety concerns. Um, there was some very emotional testimony. There was a woman there whose daughter had uh, been, she was killed. Um, she was kidnapped, raped, killed uh, very violently. And she spoke about how, for some reason, this bill, or uh, these safety bills, as they call them, uh, would have helped to prevent what happened, the tragedy that happened to her daughter. And then you hear towards the end of the testimony that these these men that committed this atrocious act stole the gun from their parents. <laughs> so there was no background check to be run. There was no uh, red flag to be had. I, there was, I didn't see any link where you know, what had happened, how any of these bills could have prevented that from happening. And they're almost... Very unfortunate and just not really tied together. It didn't make a lot of sense, in my opinion. They they almost never do. And in fact, it, it was <laughs> interesting to hear that there was actual reference to a person involved in one of these ghastly, heinous crimes that they trot out, because usually mm-hmm. I hear these stories, and, and it seems like the gun levitated itself and carried out the action by itself, not to make light of the emotional testimony, but there's there's right. almost always right. a story like that behind those stories. So uh, yeah. much was made on social media by the antis, by especially the, the woman who runs Protect Minnesota or Every Town or Moms or whatever the group is up in Duluth about the purported behavior. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yep, yep. I know exactly what you're talking about, but she... Uh, posted that the hearings were one step short of violence. That, yeah. That it was just, and, yeah, and I just thought, terrifying give, in the room. Yeah, they were terrifying. Yeah, and given, I, given the complete nothing burger of the threats of violence that, that uh, <laughs> happened the day before in Richmond, I thought, well, that would be a shocking turnaround on the part of the law-abiding gun owner over the course of one day. Uh, Lisa Sinna, what actually happened uh, in Hibbing last week yeah. in terms of crowd relations between the good guys and, and, <laughs> and the ELCA hair crowd? Yeah, well, I would say, in my opinion, you had a lot of people who came there who were they were locals. They're from the area. They came to a bar. This was not at, at the legislature. This was not down at the Capitol. This was a local bar in their town. And the first bills that they're hearing are people from the city, senators, Senator Laps, for example, speaking about something that, they're not resonating with, and they had to sit very quietly and and try to listen and swallow the things being said uh, that were so very negative. And the minute that they had an opportunity to hear someone from a pro-gun side speak back, uh, they were very excited. So they were loud, they were boisterous, there was a lot of clapping. Uh, I, I think the the most, I would say, rough moment was uh, when the, someone in the back of the room screamed out because there was no flag present. They had not yet set up a flag uh, for the hearing itself. Uh, so he was screaming, get a flag up there, get a flag up there. And then they did shortly thereafter rectify that, and they brought a flag, and uh, we did the pledge, and that was a great thing. But there was no feeling of fear. There was no violence. It was... Um, I, I guess you'd hear more of a rally kind of feel to it uh, during certain testimonies and after those testimonies. 
but I didn't find anything about that to be, uh, it, it never made me nervous. I don't think anyone around me was actually concerned of violence. <laughs> yeah. Quite the stretch. You were there in the room with them. Did hey, you? knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia, uh, you were there in the room with uh, the leaders, presumably including the leaders of Protect and Every Town and and uh, and moms here in Minnesota. Was there any visible look of fear, panic, or or apprehension, as near as you could tell, with any of them who were actually in the room with this with this crowd of people? Oh gosh, no! They were even asking me for our buttons because <laughs> I had a bag of buttons. I was like, sure, I I guess you go right ahead. I'm not going to say you can't have one. But That's right. At least you got. Who knows oh. what they're doing with that button? But no, yeah. they were they were very quiet. Uh, they were friendly. Uh, they a lot of the women looked at me a little bit funny, and I, I get that a lot. I think being a female in the gun community, are like, what is here? What is she doing there? I don't fit the narrative. Uh, but no, I there was a lot of laughter. There was a lot of giggling. There was a lot of clapping. Um, you know, there were there were parts that were just funny the way things were said and shared. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure how they got to this one step short of violence comment that they put out, but uh, that was not my impression. I, I get this impression, and stop me if I'm wrong, Lisa Sinna, but I get the impression that the audience for those comments isn't one that anybody expects to have thinking all that terribly critically about what these people have to say. Don't know what's your perspective on this, Lisa, but that's that's my two cents worth on the subject. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Lisa, you are a volunteer. You are the uh, volunteer uh, manager. You're the you're the you're the volunteer wrangler for the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Uh, what do you have to say to people who might be going to future hearings around and about the state or at the Minnesota State Capitol? You see a lot of these hearings. Any advice to people who want to go out and see the sausage of government getting made, especially in a year where the the DFL is going to be putting on a full court press for mm-hmm. gun control? Yeah, great question. I, I think my advice would be to uh, speak up and go. Uh, there was a lot of people who came out, who even I heard from this at the hearing and before, but you know they wanted to speak. They thought they would have an opportunity for public forum, and they were really shocked that they weren't going to have that opportunity to speak. They had shown up with their own testimonies, written on napkins, or written on papers, thinking they would have that chance. And you know, as you know, this is a little bit more of a formal process in St. Paul. It's not like you're local township or board meeting where you can kind of walk in and speak up. But uh, if you want to testify or you want to speak uh, to someone, just, just do that plan for it. Uh, try to get that organized contact your legislators. Their LAs will tell you how to get involved in that process. But definitely come and take part in it. Be there. Reach out. Make your voice heard. If you have an opinion on something, just know that it doesn't fall on deaf ears. The legislators want to hear from their constituents. Now, you are, with the, as we established earlier, with the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. You're the volunteer wrangler. You're the one who, who gets people, boots on the ground, doing the stuff that needs to get done. Uh, if you're talking to someone out there who has been interested in supporting gun rights, perhaps even takes part in the very important task of contacting their legislators, blowing up switchboards, uh, crushing email inboxes whenever one of these stupid (laughs) bills or good bills comes up, uh, and they want to take the next step and and get involved in doing more uh, to help out with the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, what sort of work needs to get done by volunteers? What what kind of help are you needing uh, at the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, Lisa? 
Oh gosh, we we need help with all kinds of things. I mean, uh, especially now coming into election season, there will be some opportunities there um, with our uh, with our PAC uh, to help out with candidates. But really, right now, uh, this is gun show season. So I myself and a lot of our core volunteers spend most of the next few months traveling all over Minnesota. I mean, I've myself have been to Hibbing, Fairmont, Mankato, Rochester, Duluth in the last month. Uh, working at gun shows and just really educating people. Uh, a lot of folks don't realize that these bills that are, you know, are being talked about in St. Paul really will have an impact on them. They think that they're kind of immune to it uh, in some ways and don't understand. So we try to get out there and educate those folks, make sure they know what's coming, how they can get involved, what's, what to look for in the bills. There's always little plays on language to look for. Um, but definitely working at shows, doing outreach, um, to friends, to family, I mean, voter outreach, getting people to come out and vote. Everybody knows at least one or two or five people who've never voted before. That can make such a difference if you can get those voters out. If everyone could bring in five people, what would happen in the next election, right? Absolutely. Uh, we try to really focus on that. Uh, we're doing different events this year. We went to Carver County Fair last year. We're looking at doing some more fairs and reaching just out past the gun community itself and trying to talk to those people that are maybe just kind of neutral or uh, not really involved in politics at all and letting them know what's going on and how it may impact them when they think it really might not. Lisa Sinna is the volunteer coordinator for the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. To find out more information, go to gunowners.mn. Lisa, thank you so much uh, for coming on the broadcast today. We'll see you at the next round of hearings. Sounds great. Thanks for having me on, Mitch. Thank you very much. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. One more segment to go. Oh, yeah, it's going to be eventful. Mitch Bergen for Brad Carlson. Oh, maybe just eventful enough. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dean just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. If you are experiencing hair loss, let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss. I need more hair.com. Hi, I'm Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to I need more hair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair, and they can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. I Need More Hair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. 
That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Let this be the year to make a new hair's resolution. Check out INeedMoreHair.com. Hi, I'm Kirby Skurot. And I'm Christina, and we're realtors with REMAX Results. We have a proven system for selling your home for top dollar called the Worry-Free Listing System. The truth is our sellers sell for more money and less time, and our reviews back up the experience our clients have when they work with us. We put our sellers in control because we offer flexibility in our process and our fees. You can even sell your home yourself and pay nothing. And if you're not happy with us, then fire us. However, I know you'll be happy because our listings sell 50% faster than the market average, and most of our listings sell for full price or more. Our team helps over 500 happy clients each year. We're not trying to brag. We're applying for a job. We want to be your realtors. So if you want to sell your home for more money in less time, call our team at 612-444-1100. And don't forget to ask about our instant offer program where you can get an all-cash offer on your home in as little as 48 hours. We offer flexibility, no upfront fees, and you can cancel anytime. Kirby and Christina Skurat, 612-444-1100. 612-444-1100. Start packing. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, number to call, should you choose to join us, and I hope you do. Also found on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Yes, operators are standing by both places. Uh, my Twitter feed right now, mostly talking about Kobe Bryant, who is who confirmed dead after a crash of his private helicopter near Calabasas, California. Uh, there are rumors that his four daughters may have been on board the helicopter. We're certainly hoping that's not the case. Bad enough already. Anyway, fingers crossed, hopes, prayers, and condolences as usual involved. So um, here's hoping here. We'll, we'll, we'll keep following that naturally. Hey, uh, don't forget, uh, next week, Brad Carlson and I will be out at Holes for Heroes. It's out on Medicine Lake, just uh, an exit or two north of 394 on 169. Uh, it's an annual ice fishing event uh, sponsored by Fishing for Life. It benefits uh, veterans, underprivileged urban youth, all sorts of people. And uh, by the way, it's brought to you by Snelling Heating, which has been supporting us out at Holes for Heroes for a long time now. This will be our 10th year out there, I believe. Anyway, uh, next Saturday, Brad and I will be out at the Fish House, uh, the mobile studio, which... Let's be honest, there could not be a more Minnesotan phrase on radio ever. Uh, it's an annual ice fishing tournament created to honor veterans and raise money and goodwill for all sorts of people who deserve it. It's, by the way, free for vets and their immediate families. So uh, if you're a veteran, come on out. Come on out anyway. Visit am12athepatriot.com for all the event details. And, of course, special thanks uh, to this special broadcast sponsored by our good friends at the Snelling Company, Bill Crinky. Uh, is uh, is definitely going to be, uh, I would suspect, uh, odds are about 100% he'll be out there. Uh, by the way, uh, that's uh, that's something we always look for every uh, forward to every year. I'll be back, by the way, for that next Saturday and on the air next Sunday in for Brad as he watches <clears throat> the big game. It's something he does every year, and uh, it's uh, it's it's a, my little my little uh, bow to harmony in the Carlson household. So uh, best of luck to Brad next week. He'll be back two weeks from today. Uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network AM twelve eighty. The page. By the way, a piece came out by Kyle Smith in National Review last week that 
uh, talks about the Pete Buttigieg campaign for president. He's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. He is rather notable in that he is the only military veteran currently running for office uh, on either side, frankly. Obviously, Donald Trump, not a veteran. Pete Buttigieg, uh, who was a Navy intelligence uh, officer of sorts in Afghanistan, uh, in the reserve, uh, served uh, a hitch in Afghanistan. And I just had to I saw, I was reading this piece, and it, it referred to a, a, a quote from uh, the mayor's book uh, about about his uh, that the referenced his service in Afghanistan. And, and I never served in the military. I'll point you out, by the way, but I'm a a fairly you know in depth student of military history, and I also, I also listen and I absorb things when I hear people who are veterans talking, not only veterans but current service people talking, and I. There's a passage from the book uh, and and from some commentary about the book in which he noted that 119 times he went outside the wire, which strikes some people as an odd thing to count, but other people, apparently not so much, uh, who were veterans. But he talks about leaving the relative safety of the base as a vehicle commander on convoy security detail. Fair enough. He's an officer. What are you supposed to do? But then in a ritual to repeated several dozen times, he would have be, he'd be sitting in the driver's seat of his vehicle. If you're an officer and you're in the driver's seat, you're not acting as a commander. It just struck me as completely wrong. Much more when we come back next week. Northern Alliance, thanks for tuning in. Brad, back in two weeks. God bless you all. God bless America. It's cold out there. Do you ever think about what would happen if your furnace quit working? The best way to prevent a breakdown is to schedule a furnace tune-up today at Snelling Heating. To ensure your furnace is operating at peak performance, call the experts at Snelling today for your 21-point furnace tune-up. Don't wait to find out your furnace isn't working. Schedule your furnace tune-up today at SnellingCompany.com or at 651-646-7381. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half-price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I'm on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Invergrove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. Did my research on high-rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child, uh, which brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again. So now I'm in a Santa Fe and 
Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money. And considering I'm taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So Invergrove Hyundai was able to work out just a great deal. I love that about working with Invergrove Hyundai. The staff and the salespeople really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Choose from an amazing variety of new Hyundais and experience the incredible customer satisfaction for yourself at Invergrove Hyundai. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. Millions retire online so they can do what they want offline. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. AM 12.